Back with another breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL, alongside site publisher Tim Watts. Tim, I guess we're officially in that time of year where we just sort of walk around with our headsets on because we never know exactly when we're going to have to drop one of these. But this latest news coming from the junior college ranks. And Tim, I think that's interesting in and of itself because with the transfer portal, with the COVID year, you wondered about the viability of junior college recruiting. But as we learned here in just the last little bit, Alabama's still very much a part of the JC landscape when it comes to running down the best prospects in football. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, junior college player from my uh, Mississippi, committed to Alabama. You know, we had a nugget on this guy. It's probably a month ago, three weeks ago. Absolutely tore up the camp. And when I hear like a defensive, somebody on the defensive side of the ball talking about a defensive a defensive player, that that's you know that's important, obviously. But when I hear an offensive guy who was at camp talking about a defensive player, I know that guy wrecked stuff. You know, he, he, he did a great job. So Jefferson's guy blew it up. Pete Golding led the way here. You know, Pete's great at building relationships and, and working these guys, had him in a camp, tore up the camp, um, offers, you know, a lot of offers across the board. Obviously he camped at LSU, had guys there. He did really well there, took a couple official visits. You know, you had LSU had offered Florida Aggies, you know, you know, the kid had a ton of offers. So it's a big time get. And when you look at the guy, you know, it is interesting with junior college that you had guys. And if you flash back a couple of years ago to COVID, some kids didn't play as a senior. Some kids, you know, a lot of that could have came into play where guys like slipped through the cracks. You know, um, this guy, talent standpoint, certainly could play in the SEC um, or at any power five school for the most part. And if you watch his film, I mean, this is some of the funnest film you'll see. He's not that big linebacker. He's not that six two, six three, more than that six foot, six foot one run. You know, that you can bring him down against the run. You know, he can drop back into covers. He's athletic, certainly has some speed to him, and he is a vicious hitter, very vicious hitter. Yeah, officially listed by the 24-7 sports uh, database anyway at 6'1", 215 pounds, an outstanding prospect from Pearl River Community College. You're right, probably more of a guy that plays off the ball than, say, the Mike position. You can put him at that weak side and, let him use his speed and his ability in space. And when you look at Alabama after the 2022 season, right? Henry Toa moving on, Jalen Moody moving on. You start thinking about some guys that can backfill. A Deontay Lawson certainly could step in there at the mic. You could envision a guy like Justin Jefferson perhaps uh, jumping in there at the weak sideline. Potential suitors other than Alabama just looking at his offer list. Tim, and you say this all the time here on the podcast, follow the offers. Well, I'm following these, and I see Florida, I see Texas A&M, and I see Oregon among those to come along with Alabama in offering Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I think like Alabama gets an offer, um, even though he had one before, but a firm, committable offer. Kid goes to LSU and gets an offer. When you see guys going out camp and earning those offers, you know, you got to pay a little bit more attention to them because you know how they're getting – that offer. It's not based off film. They're seeing them live. They really like him. Um, you know, a guy that can push, they feel like, you know, you know, and not only do they get the offer, but you have schools. I mean, Alabama had him in camp, pushed for this guy pretty quickly right away, which tells you a sign. And, you know, you see this every year, you know, in June, we say this so many times, 
We've got that May panic. You know, we got those couple of commitments in March and April. We got that May panic because everybody's getting somebody. We got getting anybody, you know, <laughs> we're in that full panic mode. And then Alabama staff, we keep referring to, you know, you know, people refer to the board. Well, there's not really a board until they, you know, they get through these camps. That's the first big step. Obviously, junior film's a big step. But getting these guys to camp and putting their, you know, putting their eyes on them, you measure them, you get to meet them, you find out if they're competitive, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's when you see Alabama with that June push. We've seen here, what, three commitments in two days? I don't remember what day it is. Three commitments in at least three days. Tony Mitchell, uh, you know, obviously a five-star cornerback from Thompson. Brayson, Brayson Hubbard, another camp guy, another guy that went to camp. High school quarterback, terrific looking athlete. You know, and that's what I, you know, I say on the round table. I used to just say, "Hey, trust me, guys. This, you know, this kid's better than his ranking." Now I say, "Watch this video, form your own opinion." And Brayson Hubbard is a guy. Went to camp, worked out at safety. He's a high school quarterback, so you have to project him there. And you know, back when me and you first were really covering this, and we were in school, every good athlete was a high school quarterback. I mean, it's very rare that you'd see. We talked about this with Tony Mitchell and his. Uh, in his breaking pod, it's very seldom you see a guy just locked into one position. But you see, you know, these guys are out here competing, working, you know, getting their camp offers, athletic. But Jefferson's a guy Alabama liked early on. A lot of teams did. And, I, you know, I know they're going to be pretty disappointed it's over this quick. Yeah, you look at the competition that some of these guys, uh, like a Miles Kitzelman with uh, Malik Benson, his teammate there at Hutchinson Community College, set to make – his intentions known here in the next week in the Jayhawk conference, very formidable competition in that league. And then you think about Mississippi junior college football, and uh, that's the SEC in a lot of ways uh, of junior college football. So, you know, the competition uh, is stout. And when you look at Jefferson's numbers from a year ago, 53 tackles, 13 tackles for loss. So you like the negative play production, no doubt about that. And sticking with that junior college theme, Tim, as we look ahead to Benson's announcement, uh, what are we kind of anticipating there? We want to obviously keep this more about Jefferson, but uh, th- this pot has a JC theme to it, no doubt. Yeah, and I, you know, I just dropped a nugget this morning, you know, on the on the round table talking about how much, how, you know, the guy's coming up on a decision. You know, this is another guy when I was talking about people that might have slipped through the cracks. I mean, when I pulled up his numbers this morning, I mean, he ran a 10-4 in high school, which is absurd speed. He had a 25-inch long jump, and he broke Maurice's Green, Maurice Green's 200-meter state record. Now, I don't know. We're going to do a little bit more digging in the background, but that kind of speed, this kid could have probably ended up somewhere. You have to think that maybe he slipped through a little bit with COVID. People just didn't notice, more of a track guy. So much going on but yes there's another junior college player you know and you know i've seen it discussed on the message board there's not really a difference between a junior college player and a transfer portal guy especially when you look at like jamison williams he didn't he didn't have any he didn't have any more catches or experience hardly than a guy like benson who tore up one of the best conferences in the country his last five games so really you're looking at projected talent like you looked at jamison williams you liked what you saw as a coaching staff, so you took him, fit him into your system. Vincent's not going to be much different than a guy who played two years at Kansas and tried to, you know, decided to transfer to Alabama. So, obviously, junior college, we're not, we haven't heard as much from junior college in several years. I mean, but Alabama's had a pretty good history with junior college players. Just another example of if you can play, Nick Saban and his staff will absolutely 
find you. Anything else, uh, Tim, before we get out of here with this breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast? As Justin Jefferson, the outstanding junior college linebacker, makes his intentions known that he will sign with the Alabama Crimson Tide. No, I think we're just looking at, you know, that push. You're seeing there's some other guys, and they're not going to ruin their moment um, with these kids. Not with Tony, Brace, and Justin. We knew these things were coming. But there's other guys very close um, to committing, and uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good, you know, pretty good June and July for Alabama. And if you recall, last couple of years they did a really good job finishing up the camp season, the evaluations, taking a little bit of a breather this week probably for most of the coaching staff. But I expect that, you know, things to heat up a little bit here. Just seems to follow the protocol on an annual basis, doesn't it? Uh, you got to get through the camp season and get those yeah. uh, evaluations finished up. And here we go into July with the commitments. Alabama has a, a calendar every year. Our fans forget the calendar, some of them, every year. <laughs> they forget May's always kind of slow. And then June's a lot of excitement. Then we're going to hit September. They're going to be, where's the commitments while they work on that uh, work on that football season and focus on that. But I think there's a lot to look forward to. And if you look at this class, the way it's shaping up, you got quarterbacks, wide receivers, linebackers. you got five-star defensive backs. I mean, it's shaping up really nicely. They're putting together a good class, of course. A recent run, three commitments in the last 48 hours or so, as Tim outlined, and it sounds like there's more on the way. Tim, as always, Appreciate you taking the time to put one of these out with us on the Bama Online Podcast. Look forward to doing it again. Probably, I'm going to guess, maybe real soon. Yeah, I would I would think so. Like, even them to guess who's back. Back again. <laughs> I might see you here in 10 minutes, Crap. Pete, Pete Golding with those little single elephant tweets, you know. Yes. That gets everybody pretty fired up. Hey, for Tim Watts, Travis Ryer, thanking you once again for joining us on the Bama Online Podcast. Hang out with us at BamaOnline.com for all the breaking news. The Roundtable, the premium message board of choice, is certainly where you want to post up with that, us. That's where you're going to learn uh, most about the breaking news and the Alabama Crimson Tide in general right there at BamaOnline.com. And, of course, the Bama Online Podcast, a great source for you as well. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast Easy as a click or two. And if you'd leave us a rating and a review while you're there, we would greatly appreciate that as well. For Tim, Travis, thanks again. We'll talk to you again real soon. So long, everybody.